0: Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment. Down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.
1: Uh, we are joined now on the Harbor One Hotline by Aaron Schatz. Uh, he is the chief analytics officer at FTN Fantasy. He's previewing these uh, Super Wild Card Weekend matchups. Aaron, how are we doing? Hey, man, I'm good. We uh, we understand you uh, now. Do you do you know Christian per- Arcan? You know uh, Aaron personally? I know his people. Oh, so you guys—you yes. guys have similar people. You run in the in the same circles. I yeah, see. we got so we got similar people. Okay, well, shout out to those people, uh, Aaron. We're we're interested in these matchups this weekend because if you've ever listened to this show, as uh, people out there driving around have, we are not so hot on our NFL picks. So we want some insight on Super Wild Card Weekend and the game that most intrigues me. And I don't know where you go on this, but the game that most intrigues me is Matthew Stafford' his return to Detroit Rams and Lions. How do you see that one shaking out this weekend?
2: I mean that's a really close one right there because the Rams' offense has been so good in the second half of the season, especially when they have everyone on the field. Like when they have Nakua and Cup and Williams and Stafford all healthy and on the field at the same time, they are a fantastic offense. But their defense is mediocre, and their special teams are terrible and could like just randomly cost them the game the way it did against Baltimore uh, when they let up a punt returns touchdown uh in overtime so uh, Detroit has been a good team all year but they've declined a little bit especially the pass defense uh cornerback Jerry Jacobs has really fallen off got benched in the second half of the season so it's a pretty tight matchup uh I like uh Detroit you know to be favored a little bit to win but the Rams are pretty close to them
3: So, Aaron, thanks for joining us. I have my eye on, like a lot of people, this Dolphins at Kansas City game because I love a weather game, and the forecasts out there are so crazy. You're looking at a team coming from Miami, even though obviously Tyreek Hill has a lot of experience there. How unpredictable do you expect that game in particular to be uh, betting on an offense that's as high-flying as Miami playing in those conditions?
2: Right, I mean, uh, I believe it is supposed to be the third coldest wind chill for an NFL game ever, which I don't think you can really predict what the effect of that's going to be because your sample size of games that were that cold is three, and one of them was in 1967.
1: (laughs) That's that's super relevant, no? (laughs) uh,
2: I mean, listen, Kansas City's run defense ranks 27th in my ratings, and Miami's running game ranks third. But it's not what you think of as a cold weather running game. It's not a power running game. It's a misdirection and speed running game. So I, don't, I honestly have no idea how the cold is going to affect that because it's such extreme cold. We just never see games like this.
1: Aaron, as uh, Jones just
2: told you, we had a very bad year picking games, about as bad as it. We tried everything. We tried Costanzing ourselves. We tried all of it. <laughs> Nothing worked. Uh, we were very, very bad. So let me just ask you a general question here. What's different about betting playoff games than regular season games? I mean, I honestly don't think that much is different. It's, you know, the same teams are playing each other. You have to look at how they have played recently. You can't just look at the whole season. You want to look a little bit at the trend line of the last couple of months. Um, obviously the bye week matters, So that's, but that's next week, right? You want to give a little bit of a boost to the two teams that had the week off and got everybody healthy. Uh, but other than that, I don't think playoff games are particularly closer than regular season games, even though I like underdogs this week. I think, you know, you bet them like you bet the regular season. You look at the matchups and you look at these games and you look at how good these teams are, and you figure out compared to the spread, you know, which way to go.
1: Why do you generally like underdogs this weekend? You said that. Why, why do you feel that way?
2: Yeah, my, my ratings just have the teams closer together than I think the people who make the, the lines in Vegas have the teams, in, in part because my ratings have San Francisco and Baltimore so far ahead that it makes the other teams are closer together by comparison. So, like, for example, you know, Buffalo and Pittsburgh, that line is 10 points. I think it's moved to 9.5 at this point in a snowstorm. Like I understand that Pittsburgh is missing I understand that Pittsburgh is missing TJ Watt. But given the inconsistency of the Buffalo Bills, how hard is it to imagine that the Steelers can stay within 9 points of them in a snowstorm?
3: So one, uh, one other game that I think is going to be fascinating from one perspective with the quarterbacks and quarterback experience is the Browns and the Texans. You have the Texans with rookie quarterback C.J. Stroud, who's been having a fabulous year. And then you have the Browns with Joe Flacco, who's had this surprising resurgence with that amazing defense on the other side. When you're betting a game like that, how much do you weigh the experience of a quarterback against a rookie quarterback that appears as talented as uh, C.J. Stroud looks?
2: Uh, You know what? The experience variable doesn't really matter to me. I'm interested in how good the quarterbacks are because history is filled with quarterbacks who, in their first time in the playoffs, went all the way. Uh, We know it pretty well around here because Tom Brady, but also Kurt Warner, and I could name a bunch of them for you. So, I mean, could C.J. Stroud do that? It's possible. I don't think the team around him is good enough to do that. But the team around him is pretty good. The thing is, Cleveland's defense is so outstanding that as long as Blacko is just an average quarterback, Cleveland is the better team. Aaron, uh, you just mentioned Tom Brady. He said earlier this year that there's a lot of mediocrity in the league and uh, implied that it was sort of a down year for the NFL. Statistically, do the numbers back that up? Well, offense was down this year overall around the league. So that is absolutely true. And I think there's an element of the next generation of quarterbacks uh, is young, right? Stroud and Love, uh, give them a couple of years to mature and join guys like Mahomes and Allen and Prescott, Lamar Jackson, and and we'll have to, a great group of top quarterbacks, and I think offense will rebound in general. I, you know, uh, throughout the history of sports, athletes have always said, uh, the players were better in my era than they are today. Like, they said that in the 80s and the 60s and the 40s and the 20s. So, of course, they're still saying that now.
1: Uh, before i let you go aaron and this is a uh, separate from the weekend you just did the uh, the pardon my take experience right you were on that podcast as well yeah i was on it that uh, came out today absolutely now how to uh, and and not that they need uh, any help with their audience but uh, we'd encourage you to go check out aaron shots and that appearance there on pardon my Take. but how did how did that go
2: it went really well they were really into me uh they were into the uh, analytics which was pretty cool and uh, we talked about Trying to measure grit because you know they're big Mike stop fans.
1: <laughs> no, I do. Uh, I do know that, but it's it's like you know it's almost like what we were just talking about with with Brady or like this other intangible, right? Like I'm, I imagine in your mind, this would be an intangible. Coaches that may be coaching for their job this weekend. McCarthy's name gets brought up. Tomlin's name has been kicked around in the past. I don't know how much more anymore. Uh, Nick Suriani in Philadelphia. Like, is there? Is there a way to measure that, like the urgency or like a checkout factor from a coach who may be a dead man walking?
2: No, I, mean, I don't think there's any dead man walking this weekend, but I don't think there's a way to measure it. What I always say is intangibles are called intangibles because they are intangible. You can't measure them, but that doesn't mean they don't exist, and it doesn't mean they're not important. But I don't think there's any way to measure coach motivation or you know, it's it's coaching is one of the hardest things to really measure because we, we can talk all about whether these guys make analytically smart decisions on fourth down, but trying to measure their ability to inspire and motivate players, that's just not something you can measure with numbers.
3: Does FTN Fantasy have any lines on Bill's next destination? And I, I'm just going to have you, I don't know if this is going to be an expert opinion or prediction. Yeah, where's he going? But just toss out your, your prediction. Yeah, tell
2: us, Erin. <laughs> Tell us where uh, we don 't have any lines on, we don 't have any lines on that i, I don 't think Atlanta makes sense because uh, I feel like the best place for Bill would be a place where there is a young offensive coordinator who runs a modern offense and a quarterback already in place, so what Bill can do is run the defense and the locker room. so I think the best place for him is the los angeles chargers i 'm afraid that if he went to Atlanta. He'd bring in his guys. They'd run his offense, which is pretty old school. They'd get some kind of caretaker quarterback to run it who was pretty unexciting, and they'd just go eight and nine.
1: Okay, well, I, uh, if you're if you're not convinced on Atlanta, we can direct you to Ryan Garvin's parody song earlier today. Belichick went down to Georgia. Uh, you can seek that out, Aaron, on your own time. He is Aaron Shots, the Chief Analytics Officer, FTN Fantasy. Thanks for joining us, previewing this weekend's matchups. We've been very hung up on Bill and his future and Gerard Mayo coming in, but it's good to uh, get a look at those games on Super Wild Card Weekend. We appreciate it. Hey, thanks for having me on, guys. All right, Aaron, thanks, Aaron. Aaron Shots, as all our guests, joins us on the Harbor One.